0: Love Talk Radio. Case hey, All All right. God is good. Help me see. God is good. And his mercy. And his mercy. Gender is forever. God is, is good. And 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 mercy. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Good morning. Good evening. You listen to this broadcast. My name is Apostle Lonnie Stocks this is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Allerton Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you if you've been out of church, you're not going to church, um, you're not a member of a church, or something happened in church, and I invite you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Allison Boulevard, Jesus Saves Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Morning and God, good evening. God bless you. I'm so grateful to the Lord just to be here to lift up this, this matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I didn't always know that, but thank God, forty, forty-three years ago, He saved me, and here I am. I'm so grateful that He saved me. I'm glad. I tell you, I don't know. You know, I wasn't rooted in church. Didn't really know anything about church. Now it's not that church wasn't there, but my my parents were were not church people. All I can remember about church, my grandmother had. Bought the big hat And on quarter meeting She'd go out to Piney Grove Church And I mean I never went but they went And so I never understood anything about church And so Jesus is more than church though A lot of people go to church And still don't know him Um, My broadcast is an informative broadcast To get you To know Jesus Christ As your Lord and as your Savior, that he can come into your life and be your Lord and Savior. That's what I'm all about, trying to help you, each of them, no matter who you are. Christ loves you, and he's concerned about you, no, no matter who you are. It doesn't matter. Young or old, white or black, Christ Jesus loves you, and he cares about you. He wants you to be blessed, and I'm so glad that he did and that he does because without Christ in my life, I'd be nobody. I'm just grateful to be saved myself. I am so thankful to be saved because if Christ wasn't in my life, I wouldn't be nothing. I'd I'd be like a ship without a sail. What good is a ship that don't have a sail on it? That, that, that's what I'd be. I'd be nothing. I'd be like an ocean without water. <laughs> I'd be like a car without gas. I'm telling you, I, I would be nothing. I'm just grateful to the Lord that he saved me. I'm I'm so grateful and happy that Jesus Christ came into my life. And that's why I, I spend all my life trying to get people to know Jesus because he's the best friend that you could ever know on today you know I want to talk about your enemy may be in your house and that's you know let me share it now when I, when I read that scripture I guess I've been saved four or five years or three or four years but I've been through the Bible but I just had overlooked it. So one day, I came home from church. I was a member of Mount Olive Bible Church in Brooklyn. And my wife went upstairs in the kitchen. I was downstairs reading my Bible. And I read the Bible, and it says, if a man don't hate his mother and his father, his son and his daughter, his children, and even himself, he could not be Jesus' disciple. I was reading the Bible like this, and I threw it down. Bam! I threw it down. I said, this can't be right. Some of you, you know, we, we, we hear all the good things about the Lord, and, and God is good. There's no doubt about it. But there's some things you've got to go through that's not so pleasant. There's some things we have to go through that are not real pleasant. But we got to go through it. There's some things that we have to experience that is not comfortable. Jesus said, if you, if you suffer with me, Paul said, if you suffer with him, you can reign with him. That's the part that I don't like, the suffering part. I like the reigning part, but I really don't like the suffering part. But there's a part of Jesus, in Jesus' that we all got to suffer sometimes. Sometimes it's trivial things, like don't mean nothing, but there's sometimes there's some great things you got to sacrifice. It's like sometimes you got to donate when you don't feel like it. Jesus gave his life as a sacrificial death for you and I. He was nailed to a cross. A crown of thorns was on his head. He was nailed to the cross by his feet. Can you imagine a human flesh driving nails through your hand to nail you to a cross? Nail you, don't nail him. Sisters and brothers, Jesus, my Lord and Savior, our Lord and Savior, were literally put on a cross, nailed up there, then took the cross and him and iced him up and put him in the ground. The cross had his feet nailed, stretched out. I know of a preacher that died like that in New York um, that came to the church and Pull him in the front of the altar and kill him, stretched him out like a cross. I know he wouldn't help him by the grace of God. But who wants to suffer like that? Who wants to suffer? I, I don't think you, I know I don't. Let me speak for me. I do not like to suffer. No. I like the good things. I like the pleasures. But the suffering part, I don't like it. But sometimes we got to suffer with Jesus. But it's going to be okay because he's going, to, he's going to bring you out. But that's the part that seems so hard, that bringing out part. My name is Apostle Honey Starks, and this is the Jesus Saved Ministry Church. The church is located over there in Greenville at 1007 West Arlington Boulevard. I'll zip code at the church is 27834 if you like the writers. Our email address is goldjesusnow at com. My website for the church is www.tjsm.org. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. If you'd like to be a blessing to me, to this ministry, you can cash out, cash out us at dollar sign, capital L-O-N-N-I-E, capital S-T-O-C-K-S. My name is Apostle Lamy Stocks. I'd love to hear from you in Jesus' name. I want you to know that God is good. Amen. And he's worthy to be praised. My subject on this telecast, a broadcast, your enemy may be in your house. Now, I'm not, this broadcast is not to tell you start hating everybody in your house. No, no. And it's not a broadcast to tell you that everybody in your house is against you. No, I'm not telling you that, but I'm telling you they could be. Because the word of God says so. I just talked with a lady this evening. She's in Florida. I think she's 54 years old. She's got three grown kids. And they're there with her. Well, they're not in the house with her, but they are still together. I I, I truly believe that, that a family ought to rally together. Because Abraham used his family and his own men, and that's how God gave him the victory. So I really believe in unity, even before I read the Bible. I believe it's family ought to stick together. But there come a time, sometimes family's not with you. But that, that means you've got to still love God. You can't give up on God. You can't um, try to lose your faith because your family's not dead. You've got to pursue. You know, I was telling someone today, when I was young, I didn't want my wife to work. I didn't. Now, my reason for it, because I made enough money, I thought, back in the day in, this, in the 70s, I was making over $100,000 a year. I had my own business. I had two tractors and trailers. I had a garage and a used car lot. So I thought I was doing pretty good. I literally didn't want my wife to work because I wanted to take care of my family and myself. Now that, that has some good parts and has some bad parts. Being the business is good, but a wife still wants to be recognized and she wants her own, her own money. Well, I had to learn that in New York. My wife, Fleeter, woke me up one morning about, oh, I guess about two or three o'clock in the morning. She called me by my name. She called me by my my first name, Lonnie. I woke up. I said, what you talk? what you want? She said, you know what? All the money is in your hands. I don't care what I need. You give it to me, but I got to ask you for it. She said, if I need some underwear, I got to ask you for it. Whatever it is, I I got to ask you. So in my mind, at that time, the money was in the bank. We had one bank account. I saw no need of two bank accounts. And I felt like that anything she needed, she was able to get it. And I would give it to her. That's what I felt like. But she felt like she wanted her own money. So anyway, I was upset. I said, go leave me alone, woman. And she went back to sleep, and I went to sleep. But during that night, before daylight, God spoke to me. Started that week. Started that week, I started giving her money. In her own name, her own money. I think I started out giving her $50 a week. And then I took it up to $100 a week. That I'd give her. Women want their own money. So my my way of thinking that I had, I made the money that was good, but I still want some money for herself. So anyway, that can be a problem. Let's take a look at something here. So my subject is, your enemies will be right in your own house. No, could be, let's see. My subject is, your enemy may be in your house. The scripture says in Matthew 10, verse 36 From the New Living Testament translation of the Bible Your enemies will be Right in Your own Household Now nobody wants to hear that I know I didn't I didn't want to believe that my wife Or my sons and my daughters was against me But who could do more damage to you Than someone that's close to you What is an enemy An enemy is an adversary Or a foe One who dislikes or hates another and seeks to harm the person. Sometimes referring to an individual, opponent, or to a hostile force. Could be a nation or an army, but it's your enemy. You got a lot of people that are not pleased with what you're doing. I know you. You know you saved and you love Jesus, but you got people right there which just don't see that. That's necessary, and they'll do all they can to pull you down. Our enemy. Jesus tells us to don't dread them. God said, don't be afraid of them. In Deuteronomy chapter one, verse twenty-nine through thirty says. The Lord your God which goeth before you, he will fight for you. You shall not fear them, for the Lord your God, he shall fight for you. I got that out of the word dictionary. We're not to be afraid of enemies. God, he's gonna fight for us, but sometimes it's painful. In Micah chapter 6, in Micah chapter number 7, verse number 6, the scripture says, and this is the New Living Testament translation of the Bible, said, for the son despises his father, the daughter defies her mother, the daughter-in-law defies her mother-in-law, your enemies are right in your own household. I'm gonna tell you that's not that's not a real good feeling. You know, when you read the Bible and God show you these things, it's hard to accept. Like I told you when I found out that, you know, you gotta put Jesus first and you can't let nobody be in front of your mother, your father. The script say so you got to hate them. And I, I threw the Bible. Bam! I threw it down. Bam! Threw it right down. But what God is saying, there's going to be some in your household going to oppose you. It may be your father, maybe your mother, maybe your son, maybe your daughter. But they oppose what you're doing, and you cannot let them hinder you. You can't do it. You got to keep going because they will oppose you. They'll oppose you. They'll, they'll come against you. And that's that's not a good thing, Sagan's. That is not a good thing for your family to turn against you. It's not good. It, it doesn't make you feel good. I've been there. Matter of fact, I'm here now, so it doesn't make me feel good. I got one of my sons that does everything he can to help to hurt me. I helped him get out of jail. I've done so many things for him, but Nothing seemed to be good enough. Nothing I did for that boy seems to be good enough. But yet still, I got to love him. See, you got to love your family regardless. You got to love not only your family. Jesus said, a new commandment that I give unto you, that you love one another. And then he said, by this all men shall know that you're my disciples, if you have love one for another. Satan tries to get you and I to stop loving. He wants you and I to just give up, don't love no more. And that's why the the Bible lets us know that sometimes people in your own family gonna turn against you. But you can't you can't turn against them. I've been preaching for the uh 38 years And I've been, I've been preaching for 40 years really I've been telling people the same thing Two wrongs Don't make a right Two wrongs You're wrong and I'm wrong It didn't make nobody right I tell people If somebody do you wrong And you do them wrong You're worse than them Because you know you're wrong And you know they're wrong so getting even is not right. Jesus forgave but from the cross. All the brutality that had happened to him being nailed to that cross. A crown of thorns that put on his head. The, the water blushed out his head and the blood. A sword that pierced him in the side. He says, Father, forgive them because they know not what they do. Now, that's a little bit extreme, but that's what we got to do because the word Christian means little Christ, means Christ-like. If you're a Christian, it means you follow Jesus Christ. What he did, we're supposed to duplicate, imitate, follow his advice because Jesus is and was the perfect man. He was and is. He was, but he is now. He never changed. The scripture said he was the same yesterday, today, and he'll be the same tomorrow. Christ was the same before I got saved. He's the same since I've been saved. Ain't nothing changed about Christ. The scripture says in Matthew chapter, in Michael, chapter number seven, verse number, this is Michael, M-I-C-A-H, The son despises his father. The daughter defies her mother. The daughter-in-law defies her mother-in-law. Your enemies are right in your own household. Your enemies. Psalms 41 and 9. Psalm verse 41. Chapter 41, verse 9. King James Bible says, Yea. My old familiar friend, in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. Isn't that amazing? The one that you depended on. The one that you did the most for. The one that slept in your house. The one, the one that ate at your table. The one that you picked up. How about the one that can changed his diapers and her diapers? Lift up the heels against you. Isn't that amazing? But God made a promise. In John chapter 15, verse 26. But when the comforter, talking about the Holy Ghost, has come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, Jesus promised that, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. The reason I put that verse in there, because the only way you and I are going to be able to continue with our love, our dedication, and our commitment to God is being filled with the Holy Ghost. Because you know what? Sometimes things happen and as a natural person you stuff can build up it's like my son made me so angry i was talking to my daughter i said daughter if 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 i weren't saved i think i would kill him cuz he's taken 40 uh 40,000 of my money and then treat me dirty but the holy ghost the spirit of the living god that jesus promised Is inside of me He tells me to stay calm Lonnie Let me handle this He said dangerous is mine I can't get in it Some of you right now You may be experiencing some things Maybe from a family member Maybe from a friend Maybe from a preacher Oh you know what happened to me In 2014 I had this preacher That borrowed $200 from me on a Friday I was still in New York. On Sunday, he came to my church. Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon. Well, Monday morning, he called me around 9 a.m. in the morning. He said, Bishop. I said, good morning. God bless you. He said, this is so and so and so. I said, thank you. I said, yeah, you know, what's up? He said, I enjoyed service yesterday. I said, great. But, Bishop, I need to... Need to hit, lean on you one more time. I said, what's wrong? He said, I know I borrowed $200 from you on Friday. But I need to borrow another $800. He said, you know what happened? I said, what? He said, man, I had some tickets on my car, and I didn't realize it. And the city done put a boot on my car. And now them tickets done going to $800. I need to go pay these tickets to get this boot off my car. I said to him, I said, well, "Man, let me pray about that." So I prayed. About an hour later, he called me back. He said, "Did you uh, pray, Bishop?" I said, "Yes." He said, uh, "You gonna let me have the eight hundred dollars?" I said, "You know," and he was a bishop. I said, "Bishop, right now I really can't afford it." In my mind, I looked at you owe me two hundred. If you don't pay me the two, I'm out two hundred. Now you're back to borrowing another eight hundred. In my mind, I'm saying 82 and is a thousand. I said, now if you don't pay me, then I'm out a thousand. So in my mind, I said, it's better to be out two hundred than to be out a thousand. So I said, no. What did I say no to that man for? The sisters and brothers, that man cursed me out on the phone. He called me all kind of names. I hung the phone up and up and I recorded it. He called me a MF, he called me a, uh, sob. He said, I wasn't no effing good, and he was going to send some lesbians to my church in Brooklyn, New York, and said I, he was going to burn it to the ground because I were not no good. I would have never dreamed that man was going to do that, but that's what he did. See, the scripture says these things will happen. We don't look for them to happen. We don't wait. We don't. I don't sit around and say, well, I know it's going to happen and, and, and expect it. But what the scriptures is letting us know, sometimes they happen. People that you trust. And you can't let that get you down. No, you can't let it get you down. Jesus tells us that we must keep going. The Bible says in John 13, verse 18, the Amplified Bible, I'm not speaking of and I do not mean all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but it is that the scripture may be fulfilled. He that eat my bread with me has raised up his head against me. Now, that's Jesus. Now, that was written in Psalm 41 and 9, but Jesus is quoting that strong song, In John 13 and 18. Now, sisters and brothers, we're going to go through some things. I'm not sitting here trying to scare you, but I'm saying stay humble. Let God bless you. In Psalms 55 verse 12 says, For it was not an enemy that reproached me, that I could have borne it. Neither was he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. Verse number 13. But it was thou, a man, my equal, my guide, and mine acquaintance. Sometimes it's going to happen, thanks of God. Jesus said, try me. You tried everything as I'm telling you today. If you tried everything else, try the Lord Jesus. Try Jesus Christ. I'm telling him, he'll make it all right for you. Jesus will make it all right. He'll make it all right. Satan is trying to kill you. That's why you're an enemy. That's why people are doing you wrong. Family members. But he can't unless you allow him. Jesus in you and I will bring deliverance. That's what we got to stand on. That Jesus in you and I We'll bring deliverance. My name is Apostle Lonnie Star. This is and has been the Jesus Save Ministry. We're coming to you this evening. I'm at Belvoir at the parsonage of the church. Our church is located in Greenville, North Carolina. The name of our church is the Jesus Save Ministry. Address is 1007 West Olives and Boulevard. Zip code is 27834. I invite you to come by. I guarantee you the Lord will bless you real good. Have a good evening. I got to go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is me It's time I got to get up and get out of here. But I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you're there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that, you'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day? My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, if you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ.